They do have a timeout. Oh, what a shot for no team is safe with this Warriors team, man. Standing ovations around, clapping my hands, Kelly Oubre with the game of his life. Welcome, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catching Dubs podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, with my co-host, Zach. Zach, that was, what a comeback, man. Just Let's go, baby. Walked into LA and stole one from the defending champs. And how about Kelly Oubre Jr.? 23 points, 9 for 18, easily his best game as a Warrior. Clank, six threes, but that doesn't matter. 37 minutes, got one more minute than Steph. Steph had 36 minutes, 26 points. Just an all-around great team win. Yes, sir, baby. Welcome, guys. Uh, if you guys are new to the podcast, we're just two bros who love the Splash Bros, and we just talk all things Warriors. And to our current listeners, thank you all for the support. We really appreciate it. And without further ado, let's get started. All right. Uh, so the Warriors <laughs> came in to LA and they beat the Lakers 115 to 113. Uh, in the first quarter, did not look pretty whatsoever as the Warriors were down 34 to 22. Um, I thought it was going to be a blowout. I was trying to get matched the over under of how many points they'd lose by. I had around 20 points. But, you know, it changes, man. They were down 64 to 48 at halftime. I'm just saying no lead is safe with this team. Uh, We saw a lot of fight. We saw a lot of heart from this squad. And look what happened. Look what the end result was. The end result was a Warriors victory. And now they're 7-6 and on the year. And they just beat, like I said, the former defending champs. And I'm not making much sense right now because of how hyped I am. But the Warriors got easily their biggest win of the year in a statement win for the rest of the league. Yes, sir, baby. I honestly thought it was going to be a blowout too. Um, Like it was starting to get away from them, but somehow they just clawed their way back. The second unit, man, it's just, we got to talk about that second unit. We have Eric Pascal, who was a big highlight with 19 points, eight of 11 shooting, but his presence on the floor was outstanding. Uh, His presence was substantial. He was bullying guys down low, like banging in the post with Harrell and Gasol. And you just got to commend how he performed tonight. What do you think? Yeah, I think the second unit is played a lot better than the first unit did in the first half. As there was one point where I think the second unit pulled the Warriors within five in the first half. And then Steve Kerr put the first, the starting unit back on the floor, and then they ended up down 16 at the at the end of the first half. But I think once they ended the uh, started the second half, this team looked like a completely different team. The second unit, like Ethan said, led by Eric Pascal, put up 19 points in 19 minutes, really changed the game for the Warriors. Um, and I think a surprising part was that Steph didn't really come back into the game as he usually gets put on the bench in the third and doesn't come back until like early in the fourth with around nine to eight minutes left. And Steve Kerr pushed that back to around six, five and a half to six minutes left in the fourth. So there were a good six minutes to start the fourth quarter where Steph wasn't on the floor and the Warriors were within single digits 
I think that's a key point to make. Um, and I think all, another key point to make is that Sefton really had the best night shooting, 8 for 22, 3 for 12 from 3, only 26 points. He was obviously the leading scorer if you look at the box score, but I think a key win for them, going back to the game against Toronto when Steph, I think he only had 11 points. He didn't play that well, but the Warriors ended up pulling out a W, and I think tonight was another example of that. Even though he was the leading scorer, he didn't look – his shots didn't look that great. He was short on a lot of them, but I think the moral of the story is how the young second unit came onto the floor and carried the Warriors throughout this game and how they closed the game, which matters, which we didn't really see against Indiana – obviously, as they blew a lead in the fourth quarter and they had a fourth quarter collapse. But I think the Warriors are heading the, in the right direction. Yes, indeed. It's about it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. And with Kelly Oubre, didn't have the greats. I think he had a great start. Uh, but overall, this was his best game as a Warrior. There's an emphasis on best game as a Warrior because that was honestly a phenomenal performance. Yeah, his three-point shooting wasn't great, but his defensive tenacity, causing that turnover late in the fourth on Dennis Schroeder. That kind of turned the tide on everything, which allowed them to tie the game, swing the momentum towards the Warriors' end. And obviously with Steph, with that dagger, with that FaceTime on Anthony Davis, you got to give them some props, standing ovations around, just overall a great win. Yeah, those final two minutes, I think, were probably the best parts of the game the best parts of the game and the parts where the game gave me the Warriors gave me a stress level but I think those two plays where Draymond set a pick for for Steph and Steph came off the screen and hit a dagger in Anthony Davis's face like Ethan said I think is you just gotta respect the shooter man trust him put the ball in his hands and let him hit the clutch shot End of story. Warriors win. On a scale of one to ten, how stressed were you towards the end of that game? I was at least nine and a half, probably. Yeah, that, that was like, like that the same final. Thing like, I think it was where Lakers had the final possession, and they were coming down the floor after Steph. I don't know who. It was a missed shot, and they were up one fifteen to one thirteen. The Lakers came down the floor without calling a timeout, and. I think there was a missed shot. Then they got a second chance opportunity and Caruso had it and Steph was all over him. And then they ended up calling a timeout with 1.5 and then they went to commercial. That's when the stress level rose because like you're in the commercial break and you're like, Oh shoot. Can't, can't mess anything up. Then once you get back 1.5 seconds left, they give it to LeBron. And what does LeBron do? He bricks it and the Warriors win. And now we can all go home happy, even though we were all at home because this game was in LA and there's a pandemic going on, but that's perfectly fine. And the Warriors get their seventh one of the year and it's on the San Antonio back at Chase Center on Wednesday. I honestly thought that they were going to run that um, that play that Anthony Davis hit that three against the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Like I was thinking to myself, man, I hope they don't do that play, that play again or else I would have been stressed out. Yeah, I think... I could see that, but I think it was you're just going to put the ball in LeBron's hands. I I think the Warriors could have predicted that as well. I think 
The Warriors, obviously, I think looking at the Lakers box score, just touch on that. Holding LeBron and AD to under 20 points is key. Dennis Schroeder had 25 points. In the first half, Dennis Schroeder was driving to the lane and was... It was like pregame a, layups. Yeah, how was that? He was, he was having a field day in the paint. It was disgusting. And then Kyle Kuzma, he sometimes it looked like he didn't miss in the second half with how many threes he shot. He only shot seven, but he made three. Um, Montrez Harrell, man, he is he's good. Going to give him, him some respect. Uh, him and Eric Pascal were going at it. I um, felt like they were exchanging buckets on each end of the floor. Um, I just want to touch on one thing. Um, I think at the beginning of the game, I think a lot of Warriors Twitter was mad at Steve Kerr because Kelly Oubre was getting put into the starting lineup again, and he was obviously been struggling. And like Carlos said on the previous podcast, if you haven't listened to that, make sure you go listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all the seven platforms we got. Um, we want Damian Lee to get some more minutes. Just the moral of the story, Kelly Oubre had his best game as a, as a Warrior. Obviously, with you know this great comeback, there's obviously improvements. Obviously, um, that first quarter was really horrendous, and you know James Wiseman obviously he struggled a little bit. Um, he had five fouls. He didn't play at all. In the fourth quarter, when you picked up that fifth foul, and you just kind of have to think to yourself, it's going to take some time. Um, he made a couple turnovers, which were kind of questionable in the fast break. So um, he's going to learn, but it wasn't a great game by all means. But uh, the potential is there. He can lead the fast break, but he has to make better decisions when it comes to making those plays and you know um, trying to find openings along um, the lane. So hopefully he's going to learn, but it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah, I think James, like Ethan said, struggled. He got pushed off of the floor because yeah, he got played fouls. off the floor. Yeah, played off the floor. Um, there's obviously some groin pains with him, stuff that he's messing up. But he, like we remember, like we said, got to be patient. He's 19 years old. He only played three college games, and he got thrown in the fire, and has been in the starting lineup ever since the game against Brooklyn. But. I think knowing the experience he's gotten by going up against guys like Giannis, AD, LeBron, um, Nurkic, big centers around the league, I think he's getting some good experience, some good minutes. And I think he has a lot of upside, like draft analysts said, and I think the Warriors are going to have a star in the making and James Wiseman in years to come. Yeah, this was definitely um, a learning experience for James, but just um, get away from the bad side. It's just has to be great for momentum, has to be great for morale for this team. Like they were coming off two bad losses and having a win is going to help them with their momentum and just kind of have like kind of just all up from here, honestly, just stuff to improve on, but just overall just got to love the heart, the hustle, and the tenacity on both ends towards the end. Let's go. And that will conclude episode number 11 of the Catching Dubs podcast. Warriors came into LA, beat the Lakers 115 to 113, and have moved to 7 and 6 on the year, and the Lakers dropped to 11 and 4. 
Uh, the Warriors have a quick two-game homestand um, starting on Wednesday night against the Spurs and then Thursday night against the Knicks. Um, make sure to catch those games on Wednesday night on NBC Sports Bay Area and on Thursday night on NBC Sports Area against the New York Knickerbockers. Um, make sure to follow us on our socials on Instagram at Catching Dubs Pod and on Twitter at Dubs Pod. And we will see you all later. Thanks for listening, y'all. See y'all later.